Welcome to... So This Is Love. Oh, is it? This is... Okay. Love Podcast. Uh-huh. My name's Leslie. And my name is Aaron. And welcome to episode 39. 40. No. 40. 40 already? Are you sure? Episode 40. I did that on purpose. Did you? Yeah. It's not just because you're 40? Ugh. And you have diabetes brain? I do have diabetes brain. <laughs> And I'm 40. Isn't it awesome? Sure, yeah. You don't think so? Hasn't been terrible. I'm kind of excited. My knee hurts a whole lot more since I've turned 40, though. But that has nothing to do with your age. I don't know. I'm not not completely sure about that. I think that has more to do with um, being a CrossFit athlete. No, I don't think so. Than with anything else. I don't know. It hurts. My poor knee. Today I could I couldn't I went in today to today is Saturday uh-huh. and I went in today for a strength class open and, gym yeah and I couldn't do the back squats because my knee was bothering me really bad <laughs> it stunk uh, just thinking about CrossFit and that book that you got the uh, Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron yeah I love that quote where he says something McKernan. Uh, was saying that what did he say? Because he's talking about the 2016 CrossFit Games. He was, and you you talked about it on Friday, didn't you? Yeah, but that's why I'm thinking about it. Um, let's see what it says. And Leslie just happens to have the book within arm's reach. I do, of course, because she's addicted. I'm not. It's because I've been reading it before bed, and I've been eating. I've been eating. I've been um. I've been sleeping, <laughs> eating, reading CrossFit. Um, I've been reading a chapter at night and putting, I've actually been posting a, a quote on Facebook, on my personal Facebook. So, but I can't find that quote. It's in like the first chapter. I know. I'm looking, I'm looking for it. It's, but the, it's not, it's the, not the intro. It's in the no. commitment one, which yeah. is the first chapter. Yeah. Because. Because I remember laughing and reading it out loud to you. Yeah. Mm, let's see. It was whoever was... Um, Give me the book. It's, not, it's probably on the next page. It's one. not. It's not. It's not there. This is the commitment one. It's at the beginning of it. I looked at the beginning of it and it is not there. Look. It's not there. It's right there. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> literally, <laughs> I point at it, and it's right. There. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So it's in the first chapter, and it says in the CrossFit produced documentary of the 2016 CrossFit Games, commentator Rory McKernan observed that being a CrossFit Games athlete is basically a mental illness. Mental illness. <laughs> but we're not CrossFit Games athletes. You were. I was an open athlete. That's, That's not- still a CrossFit Games. It's open. It's the open. It's not a and game. And it was a game. Yeah, I'm not a games athlete. Well, you competed. Well, you have mental illness too, so. Well, we were just discussing that tonight, <laughs> yes. weren't we? Yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? Wow. <laughs> Look, all I have to say is I was, I was not wearing my glasses right now, and I was reading upside down, and I found the quote before you. 
Oh, Aaron, my dear. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's do let's do the podcast. <laughs> we're already doing the podcast. Yeah, well, let's like go back to doing what we're supposed to be doing. Isn't are we just talking? No. What are we supposed to be doing? Please tell me. Today, today on so this is love. <laughs> We will be reading some journal entries from my journal again. Of me, because yes. we we've missed. I mean, not missed, but like we we've a couple of weeks have gone by since we actually read a journal entry. Well, you know, and it's kind of fitting because from the last journal entry to the next journal entry, <laughs> there's like a whole month. What's up with that? There was a lot going on. We were engaged, so we started thinking about a venue. Yeah. I started stressing out. But we weren't making out anymore. No. What could you possibly be doing with your time? Uh, Working and freaking out because I didn't have any money. Oh, okay. <laughs> you remember that? I do, vividly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was there for that. Yep. <laughs> so, actually, so today we're, I'm going to... I saved an email that I got from... Um, she was one of my students at the time Yes, and, uh, and she was just so dear to my heart still Mm. even. And so it was an email from her. She just asked me like two questions that I gave her like a novel. Um, (laughs) but I saved that email. I printed it out. I remember, um, because it was something that it helped me a lot, like just kind of put everything. Yeah. It helped me a lot to be able to answer it. And I just like, it really in that time period put everything in a real perspective for me and um so i saved that email and it just so happens that it happened in between the last journal entry and then it i mean it was it's a whole nother month before the next journal entry because we went from july 26th and then the next journal entry will be september 1st so you missed all of august Mm -hmm. that's crazy yep and i thought you were obsessed with journaling yeah apparently not Apparently not. <laughs> okay, but so we're going to get into the first thing you read is... Is the letter. The letter. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to read some journal entries. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so this email is from Monday, August 25th, 2008. It was sent at 2.01 p.m., And the subject has a question mark in it. And it has two lines and it says, how did you know for sure when you were in love with Aaron? I'm sure I may have asked you this before, but I'm just curious. The response went out (laughs) the same day at 2.39 p.m. Because I'm fast. (laughs) It's interesting to explain, and a little difficult to do without typing you a novel, so here I go. I know I knew before we were actually together that he was my husband, but I kept thinking I was wrong. And I often tried to convince myself that it wasn't true. The reason I can go back to that is because when he resigned from BCF and stepped down from high school ministry, it was because he made a stupid decision. I didn't want to know what he did. I didn't care. I mean, I did, but for some reason, God would not let me let that affect the things he had going on in my head. So first, there was this unconditionalness to our friendship. Really, I couldn't understand how I didn't want to know why he had had resigned or what he had done and where was this want to love him coming from. I went into our courtship knowing that he was far from perfect, 
There was no blindness to who he is, was, as I was. And that was another thing. Throughout the beginning of our courtship, I was in utter denial that I could ever feel the things I was feeling for anyone, even though I was feeling them. And then there was that thought that I couldn't let my feelings get involved because then I wasn't guarding my heart. I still hadn't thought I love him, though. As the first two months went by and I got to know him on a completely different level, I also realized that the way we thought separately really went well together. It was as if our thoughts were two circles that merged at one point in the middle, but still had lots of different space, if that makes sense. I'm a very logical person, and I think a lot. I think a lot more than I feel at first because I'm so afraid of failure. So I did think on occasion, based on the reactions, well, his reactions towards me in several different moments, about how or if he fit me. I'd been so afraid to fall in love because of the distorted image I had of love in the past, and so thinking that I loved him couldn't be enough, and God knew that. One Friday night after recovery, I went home and I pulled out my husband journal that I had not written in since April because I was so confused as to what God was doing, and I found my list. Somehow, Aaron matched a lot of those things, and as I sat there, I realized that I couldn't imagine my life without him. I tried. It didn't work. I mean, he was my best friend. He didn't judge me or hold things against me. He loved God. He believed in me, trusted me, cared if something was wrong, and showed it. Even though he'd messed up, he worked so hard to gain his integrity back. He was a procrastinator, but not a quitter, which is a very attractive quality to me, especially since my dad quit on my mom. Lots of things led up to me having this revelation. I call it that because in the entry of my journal before I wrote out that I loved him, I had read about a revelation in the Bible, and I wondered what the significance for me was. That revelation came the next day. We were actually at Hollywood Video picking up some movies to go and hang out at John and Nilda's. He was on the phone with John telling him about what we'd picked, and his back was towards me. I was standing behind him. He stepped back into me, on purpose, and I put my hands out to stop him, and then decided against it and just let him step into me. We couldn't hug at the time, but I leaned into him. My mouth opened to tell him that I loved him, but I stopped myself and realized that I couldn't do that. I realized that I loved him too much to tell him that at that moment. I realized that I didn't want to mess anything up between us. I realized that God had been telling me since the beginning that Aaron was my love, my beloved, and that the enemy had been trying to tell me differently. That's why I'd been so confused. I want you to know that I prayed a lot about this even after I realized it. I wanted to be sure that I wasn't just letting my heart deceive me. I prayed boldly, too. I know I've told you. I prayed several times for God to remove him from my life if he wasn't God's man for me, even when things were good. I would weep on my knees some nights after amazing date nights because of those prayers. My heart longed for him, but I didn't want it if God didn't want it for me, you know? After that, God constantly confirmed, always encouraged, and didn't do it just through his word, but through his people. I'll admit that there were times I wasn't very encouraged, but I found that those were the lowest point in our courtship for me because I was usually being selfish and wanting things my way instead of God's. Remember that God's words are encouraging, and also remember that if God should say no to a future in a relationship, that He'll give you both a piece about it as long as you continue in His will. I don't know if all this is the answer you wanted, but it's what God had me tell you today. I love you so much. Sorry for the novel. Leslie Rangel September 1st, 2008. 
Just 39 days until I am Mrs. Aaron Galvan. How the time has flown. Yesterday was our wedding shower. It was Renaissance themed. We wore costumes. You were one of the three musketeers. Wow, did you look handsome. We got a lot of really awesome gifts and money for more stuff at Bed Bath & Beyond. My friend Michelle was here from Houston. It was awesome having her here and I'm so glad she finally got to meet you. Tomorrow, we're putting the deposit on our apartment. Can you believe it? My mom comes in Friday night. Saturday morning, your mom is throwing me a bridal shower at VICC. That should be fun. Lord, thank you for everything. Help me focus on you. Give Aaron strength to do the same. Continue to prepare us for marriage. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. September 3rd, 2008. 37 days. Today you went and put the deposit on what will be our apartment in just one month and seven days. You also made a payment on the ballroom. As our wedding approaches, I get more and more excited about the future. I'm so grateful to God for everything that he continues to provide. God is most definitely blessing us. Tomorrow we start premarital counseling with the deans. That's exciting and at the same time, very scary. You cataloged all of our gifts from the wedding shower, and I begin to work on the thank you cards this evening. I'd like to try and be ahead of the game in all of this before we get to the wedding part, you know? An interesting thing has been happening for me lately in our relationship. I am seeing more and more how differently we think, especially when it comes to organizational things, RSVP cards, gift catalog. We have had a discussion about being late and being early to things. Our thoughts differ there too. Just little things. I'm seeing where we are going to need to compromise and accept the way each other thinks by meeting in the middle, humbling ourselves, sacrificing, and really just laying our lives down for each other. We already make a great team. God's going to use our differences and little annoyances with each other to make this team better and stronger. That excites me. See, your perspective idea has most definitely rubbed off on me. I can't wait for the day when I can take the word future away from the word husband and make the phrase present tense. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you've been teaching me about love and not just romantic love, but the love we should have for others. You said we need to love our neighbors as ourselves, and you know how I struggle with that at times. You're working on me though, and I've noticed how my reactions and attitudes towards certain people are evolving. Thank you for continuing to teach me and work in me. Lord, thank you for the way you're providing for Aaron and I's wedding and for the people you've placed in our lives to be our support. I see your love through them every single day. You know our needs, Lord, and I trust that you'll continue to provide. Please protect my Aaron, Lord. Help him to stay grounded and focused on you and the life that you want for him. I pray that you would keep the enemy far, far away from him in Jesus Christ's name. Renew his mind, Lord. Prepare him for our life to, to come as my husband. Protect us both. Help us to guard each other's hearts and minds. Keep us both from temptation and from falling into sin. My mom came into town on Friday. Let us enjoy the time we have together and the bridal shower Maggie and Linda are throwing for me. Lord, I'm so afraid. I just don't fit in with Aaron's family. At least that's how I feel. Help me not to be anxious or overwhelmed. Comfort me and give me courage. I pray all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. September 8th, 2008. 32 days. That number just keeps getting smaller and smaller. 
Today, we picked out our hotel for our honeymoon. It's a mile and a half from everything downtown. That's not so bad. If we decide to go out in the evening, we'll drive, and there's always the trolley during the daytime. You picked me up from work, and then we went to eat at Subway, got you a haircut, and then went to Starbucks for dinner, or for drinks and Moncala. Shelly was working, and we got a discount. Tonight, we did make a decision on something. No kissing at all. Not even on the cheek. It seems to be what gets us in trouble, so we're doing away with that for a little while. It's not that much longer until we're officially married, so I know we can handle it. You picked out your tuxedo with John today, and you got suspenders. I'm so excited. I gotta start packing this week. Time is moving too quickly. We only have 22 days until we have to be out of our apartment, so I have to get a move on. Getting over this cold is crazy. I really dislike being sick. I feel it will be over soon. I get to sleep in tomorrow, and I'm sure that will help. Drama of the day. One of my aunts emailed and said she was coming to the wedding and said her party would be a total of 14. She wanted to know if that would be an inconvenience. I told her she could only have a party of four. We'll see what her response is soon. Lord, thank you for all your provisions. Continue protecting us and making us willing to be obedient to you. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. For reading uh, the email and then the, the journal entries. Yeah. It's been a while. It definitely has been a while. I almost forgot how this works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides the, the cars outside. <laughs> but I mean, I almost forgot when when you were getting started when I and I pressed record, I wasn't ready to take <laughs> to take notes. Yeah. And normally when you when you're reading the, the journal entries, I'm making notes so I can you know, figure out what we're going to talk I, about. I just kept thinking, okay, there's only a few more journal entries left in this. What are we going to do when we're done? <laughs> I don't know, because I don't think I'll be able to take notes anymore. No, probably not. We'll figure something out, I'm yeah. sure. We only have, like, two or three weeks until we get there. <laughs> okay. Um, August 25th, um, she sends you an email. Mm-hmm. Our little student friend. And it's basically one question. One question. Because at first you said it was two questions, oh, but it's two lines. Oh, because I just saw the two lines, yeah. yeah. Two lines, but it's really just one, one question. question. How do you know for sure yep. that that you were in love with me? Um, and, and that always, I, I don't know, oddly enough, it comes back to the whole reason for our podcast, right? So yep. this is love. Right. Uh, and so this is like your explanation of that. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> from from all like listening to the journal entries up up to this point, um, everybody I mean, who's listened can can agree that you did try to convince yourself against the idea of us being together or even getting married. There were there are plenty of journal entries. Uh, I don't know. If there were necessarily as many as you talk about being in love with me, um, as there are of you saying, you know, maybe not. Maybe he's not going to be my husband. But there were plenty of times where you were like, I love you, Aaron. But God, if you don't want this to happen, take it away. 
Well, it was just an honest, it was my honest thought at the time because I just knew that if God didn't want us to be together, then it needed to stop where we were at, <laughs> you know? Because it was getting past the point of no return yes. or what for you? At <laughs> for least me, in your yes. Mind. <laughs> and I, I wrote, um, it, it comes in, in later in the in the email, but it's it's appropriate to talk about now it's a strange thing to have you called it like a longing in your heart for for me and for our relationship while still trying to live in a way that if god says no we can walk away how how do you find that balance i don't i know finding that balance was all god but in the back of my mind it there was still and it i mean it's evident in all the journal entries like there was still a fear mm-hmm. that that we would have to walk away from it and it, the thing was that i also knew that if we had to walk away from it we walked away from it all yeah including our friendship yeah because we were just so far in like there was just no way we could go and be friends mm-hmm. ever like that would be so yeah. weird <laughs> you know like i i'm sure that's happened to people it has and I just could not imagine that happening. And no. I just thought to myself, like, if that happens, that's it. Like, I'm not going to come to this church anymore. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, you know. I'm going to stop working here. Like. One of us is leaving. Exactly. And so that was always my big fear. Yeah. And, you know, like, how much I've struggled. Like, I struggle with thinking too far ahead. Yes. You know. And, like, what if? Oh, my gosh. Like, I think all these terrible things, and they're not even close to happening. Because you are the planner. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know. um, And I I felt the same way. I felt the same things. You didn't act like it. I internalize a lot. (laughs) I know. It was part of my biggest issue. I internalize a (laughs) lot. Um, (laughs) But I I, I felt the same things, and and I thought the same things, and I I thought, you know, if, if this... Um, ends up not ends up in in our not getting married and you know just staying friends or, or whatever. Um, one, yeah, yeah, it's going to be really weird. Uh, but two, I still have to be okay with it. Yeah, I still have to get to a a, a place where I'm going to be all right, and that that translated into. You know, giving people advice in, um, they're not yours until you put a ring on it. Right. Like, until the day you get married, up until, like, that. You're still single until you say Five minutes before, two minutes <laughs> before, Until the, the, the like, minister, whoever, married, justice of the peace, Pronounces whatever, you husband and wife. wife. You are, they are not yours. <laughs> You maybe have dated forever. You may have been engaged for however long. But until... You say, I do. They don't belong to you. Yeah. I mean, they do, but they don't. They do, know? but they don't. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've are you already, you've entered into this commitment. Right. But because, anything could happen. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, once you put an engagement ring on, there's a commitment there expected. Is. There's yeah. an expectation of that commitment. But that still doesn't mean that things couldn't change. You exactly. Know? Um, and we've seen that happen before. Mm-hmm. People who were engaged and they weren't engaged anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just, it comes down to maintaining that, like, really insane level of mentality of, I have to not disassociate myself, but I have to 
continue to keep this barrier and this little bit of distance in not an off chance, like not that we're expecting failure to happen or anything like that, but in in the occurrence that it doesn't happen. Right. And I still don't know. Like, honestly, and I've never asked someone, I guess I should ask someone if that was ever really healthy. <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> you know. I do. Like, I understand. <laughs> because I'm like, if you're all in, you should just be all in. You should be all in. Once you're like, when there's an engagement ring on, there's a commitment expected. Like, And I, I agree with that. I, I think, you know, well, I mean, when we got engaged, I was all in. Right. We were all in. But I still had that um, one portion of me where I was like, we are not married yet. Right. Yes, we're well, going to Well, especially in certain then, areas of our life. Exactly. You know, like. Yeah, in our lives. So. Um, and keeping that that healthy boundary. Yeah. Still, because yeah, it's it's you want to be all in. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you're engaged to somebody, you better be right all in. Um, but it's still the the fact remains that you're not married yet. Right. Until you put a ring on it, until you're standing in front of whoever marries you, whoever's officiating. That's when you're married. Mm-hmm. That's when to become one. I mean, I just think about all the movies we've watched where <laughs> the bride doesn't walk down the aisle yeah. and she leaves the man standing at the altar and the other way around mm-hmm. where she's ready to walk down the aisle and he didn't show up. Or they like like run off behind the scenes together and they're like, you don't want to marry me. Right. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the fact remains you're not married yet. Yeah. Not until you say I do. Yeah. And that's that's really when those boundaries go away. Um, you were also talking something about denial of feelings. I don't know. You was it did it have anything to do with you trying to convince yourself against the idea of our being married or ever getting married? Probably at the beginning, like us being together. And you're like, no, I don't love well, you. Yeah, because right before I started my journal. Mm-hmm. Um, just the very beginning of the journal, you know, I said one of that first line is, God, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but right before that is when I had begun thinking about you yeah, and being like, no, absolutely <laughs> not, Lord. Like, no, this cannot I will, happen. I will not marry this man. Yeah. Like if you, if you're barely coming into this podcast, you really should go back <laughs> to journal entry one because I say... I really, really feel like you're preparing me for something big, Lord. I don't know what it is, but I've never felt this way. And I've been asking you to show me truth, and you have been. And those are, like, my questions are like, is it him? Is this what you've been showing me? He's been my EGR for so long. Mm, You know? (laughs) Um, You also found yourself wondering um, if I fit. You like when when somebody's in a relationship, maybe early on, and they think, "Does this person fit me? Mm-hmm. Do they fit my lifestyle? Do they fit my the way I I think uh, a relationship should go?" What were you when you were considering like a fit for you? What what were you thinking? All the things I said, which. Were like, oh, well, you know, like, because my, that, my response to her letter said, like, so I did think on occasion, based on the reactions, Uh your reactions towards several different moments (laughs) about how or if he fit me. 
And, you know, we had already had our, our first fights. Yes. You know, we'd had several fights already. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the trip to Abilene and <laughs> and how we dealt the with terrible, that. Yes. No good trip to Abilene. You know, and how we dealt with that. Mm-hmm. And there were so many things that by the time I got to writing this letter, we'd already experienced. And yeah. I already knew mm-hmm. that we would fit. Mm-hmm. But I did question that along the way. Like, it's an important thing to question while you're dating someone. like Because something came up, and it wasn't necessarily a red flag. It was more of like a yellow flag. Mm-hmm. It was like a caution. Right. Does this, <laughs> Is this going to work? Is this going to work? Like, is this a no-go? Like, is this a deal breaker, <laughs> you know? How, how is this um, going to resolve itself, mm-hmm. the, the conflict or whatever cautionary right. thing and, comes and, up? And we were... You know, blessed to have people in our lives that helped us figure things out. <laughs> you know, learning. We learned Definitely. about compromise. We, yeah. you know, and I said that. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah. And then you found the list because you were, what, as you were thinking about the email or was it before the email that you found Oh, way the list? before the email. You, you, you were, you paying, about, you were I paying attention. I was. I was taking notes. Mm. But you said something about you recently finding the list. Not recent. In your recent in your answer. Um, let's see. Where did I say that? I know I said it in here. It was near the end. Is it near the end? Mm-hmm. Um, Look, and I'm reading from upside down without my glasses. I can <laughs> No, I don't think so. Maybe at the end of this page. <laughs> oh, here it is. So... I talked about um, a Friday night after recovery. I went home and I pulled out my husband journal. That's what you did. I had a journal that I was keeping for my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's somewhere. But it's just a lot of rambling. Yeah, it's not nearly as impactful as this like one. It's not like this one, no. Yeah. It's just this little pink journal that I had that I was writing to my it was husband. It really small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I found that journal. And I hadn't written in that journal since I had started writing in this journal. No, that's right. So it was April... That I stopped writing in that journal. And then I started writing in this one in June. Mm-hmm. So so that's what I was saying. That I found my husband journal. And then I hadn't written it in since April. Because I was so confused as to what God was doing. <laughs> like God was talking to me about it. And I was like, no. No, 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 no. 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 This is not. Uh, uh, mm, no, negative. And then in June, when I was away from you. Yeah. Our, you know, our friendship. Like I was away from our friendship. Like I missed you. And I was like, what the heck is happening here? Boom. So. Uh, and the list, you said uh, there's some things were on there, but that was everything on the list. <laughs> well, not at that point. Not, well, I mean, maybe we hadn't experienced all of them. Right. Yet. We hadn't. At this, when we, when I wrote this, there were still things that hadn't completely mm-hmm. been fit. So. But I was already all of them. You just didn't know. Yes, dear. You just didn't know. Yes, my love. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, September 1st. 39 days. You start, I love how you start counting down, and then there's a whole month-long gap <laughs> in your writing. There was so much happening. <laughs> well, yeah, we had the wedding shower. Yes. It was a rain night. How does a, a renaissance it theme. A renaissance but, theme. Uh, it was amazing. The guy on, uh, on How I Met Your Mother, he says renaissance. Oh. That's the proper. Oh, is that the proper way? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Turn your phone over. I just, I'm not. It you look keeps, at it every time it blinks. It's not my fault. It's not blinging. It's lighting. It's up. It's just lighting up. Mm. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> anyway, it was great. It was an amazing it. shower. It was really cool. I don't want to go into too many details about like pre-wedding stuff because that's that's what we plan to talk mm-hmm. about in the, <laughs> in yeah. the next yeah. episode. Um, but it was really cool. Yeah. You made this really awesome dress uh, that I'll, you still have. I'll, I'll post the picture of us yeah. in our costume because there's one. And uh, I was one of the three musketeers. Yeah. Um, Kathy Hesterberg made that for you, right? Yeah. 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 Pastor Bill's what? Uh, mm-hmm. Mom. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and we're getting ready to put the deposit on our new apartment yeah. that you moved into without me. Well, like I had to. Like the week before we got married. You were living at home. I know. So I had I to move. I would have much rather <laughs> been living I needed a place apartment. to, our, our lease was about to be up, so yeah. it fit. It worked out perfectly. The timing was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then September 3rd, 37 days, mm-hmm. um, I, I put a, a payment on the ballroom, yeah. uh, which was in the, the VICC, mm-hmm. right? Um, what's that place? What, what was it called? Do you remember the name of the ballroom? I don't remember <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, Los Compadres Los Ball. Compa- was it Los Compadres? Or is that a restaurant that we know? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I just know it was VICC. It, it was, was VICC. Matters, yeah. um, and I remember... All the the drama that went along with that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we were about to start our premarital counseling with Pastor Mike and his mm-hmm. wife, Mary Kay. Um, and that was really cool. It was. It was neat. It was a good, it was a nice um, like transition yes. going from having a relationship sponsor to having like premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, especially having that such close relationship with them where he was my sponsor, like mm-hmm. for a celebrate recovery. Um, and she was your sponsor for recovery. Um, she was one of my, like after, yeah. like not, not your initial sponsor. Uh, but during this step study, she was your sponsor. Mm-mm. She wasn't Mm-mm. later on. She was, uh, Mary Kay has never been my sponsor. It's no. really weird. No. She's been accountability, and she's been oh, like yeah. a sponsor That's to me different. always. She's yeah. she's never... somebody that I could she'll call me out on stuff. Oh you know? yeah. So well, she's always kind of been like my sponsor, but not like officially. <laughs> Maybe the next step study you should have her be your sponsor. Sure. I don't know. No, bother me none. <laughs> um, and we were we were already getting um wedding shower like wedding gifts mm-hmm. like from the wedding shower. We'd already done our um. We've gone to Bed Bath and Beyond mm-hmm. to do the registry. Mm-hmm. Did we go to Target also, or no, was it just Bed, just Bath, Bed and Beyond? Bath and Beyond? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a fun trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then you you mentioned that that you had been realizing that we think very differently mm-hmm. about certain things. Yeah, specifically in in the realm of of organi- organization of yeah. being organized. Yes. Which you know, after we got married, just kind of flew out the window. Did it? I mean, I'm super I was I had like, okay. So after we got married, I had this file folder. You did. That had all of the warranties, all of the Man, I remember manuals that. <laughs> for all of the appliances that we'd gotten that some of them we didn't even know how to use. Like mm-hmm. I had a file folder of stuff with receipts, everything. Yep. After probably the first two years of marriage, I don't know what it happened. Disappeared. No, we saw it somewhere. But <laughs> it's in it's in the house with us. <laughs> it's in this unorganized house somewhere. <laughs> 
Uh, and, but you, also, rub, you rubbed off completely. Yeah. Mm. And also in, in the area of timeliness. Mm-hmm. Because I'm famous for being on time. Yeah, so famous. So famous, infamous. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, that's I blame my mom. No, it's not. You can't blame anybody for that it's anymore. It's my mom's fault. No. Well, back then. Back then, maybe. Back then it was. It was my mom's fault. Now it's yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try hard. No, I, no, you don't. I do. No, you don't. I do. You don't. Because if you did, we would be in bed at an early hour hey. and not on our phone. Hold on. Let me just, just hear me <gasps> out. Just hear me out. <laughs> okay. Just hear me out. And then you can have your turn. I promise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the floor is yours. The floor is mine. We would go to bed at a decent hour. Okay. Our clothes would be ready to go for whatever it was that we needed to do the next day. We will have been showered, and that way it's just a matter of getting up and doing our hair, brushing our teeth, washing our faces. Um, We've gotten better in the sense of food is usually prepared, so we don't have to worry about that. But there are things that don't happen that should happen, and not just for you, Mm. for me too. (laughs) You know, I'm not putting all the blame on you. (laughs) 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 And this is just the truth. Okay, look, I know it takes me longer to do my hair than it takes you, <laughs> you to way, do your hair. You use way more product in your hair than I do, too. But there have been times oh, where there have been. all of that is done, mm-hmm. and I'm still waiting for you to be yes, done. Yes, but it's not normally for church. It's not normally for... Yes. Okay, lately... every that's Sunday not true. recently. That's not true. Yeah, it is. No, and it's your fault. I'm out there sitting on the couch... Or being like, hey, I'm going to start okay. the car. Yeah, you're out there up. sitting on the couch, but the dog still hasn't the been fed. The dog's been fed. Not true. Mm-hmm. Nope. The mm-hmm. dog has been fed. No, don't you tell lies to the world. I, well, I'm not lying. <laughs> I do not tell lies. Oh, that's a big lie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. we. This is something that we both struggle with. Exactly. And that's what I said. No. I said we. You've never... Did I, okay, world, did I not just say, if we went to bed at a decent time. That has nothing to do with with being, um, accepting of the fact that we struggle with being on time. We do. If we did all these things differently, (laughs) then we might not be late. All right. That's what I I said. I I never said you. I said we. You said you multiple times. No, I said we. No. Mm-mm. If what you meant the whole time was us, was we, then we are I one, accept that. Okay? I accept that. We are one. I do. You know? Yes. It is what it is. It is. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and that brings us to the next little annoyances. Mm, we've had a lot of those today, haven't we? <laughs> I feel like it happens every time we do a podcast. It really just, does. just, like, show up. Yeah, to, like, poke at you mm-hmm. and be like, are you sure... That you should Nine be doing this. Later. That you should be doing this podcast. <laughs> that you should be telling people how much you love this man. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? Sure? <laughs> We're only forty episodes in. You can always quit whenever you want. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so little annoyances. What was I doing that was so annoying? I don't know. I'm sure something. Mm, something. Not much has changed, Had baby. To be <laughs> Um, and then you, you mentioned something about a perspective idea. Mm-hmm. What was, I don't know what that is. Um, because I was always a negative Nancy. Yeah. Um, 
And so you were, you always told me, I remember you telling me like, you shouldn't look at it that way. You need to look at it from a positive point of view. Mm-hmm. Yes. These things are happening and yes, this isn't what we want, but, oh, yeah, yeah. but this, look at it this way. Like these things are happening and mm-hmm. this is coming across. And, we're still going to get married. Right. All that matters is that we get all married. that matters. Oh, I remember that now sitting in, and you know, I, okay. I know we're going to talk about this like for the next episode, but like, I didn't want a big wedding. I know. You know? That's where the drama was in the, the ballroom. <laughs> exactly. So, but we're going to talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> but I do, I remember. And that was where I was, I was learning all these things yeah, and where yeah. we were different. Mm-hmm. There were lots of things that, you know, that where we were different. Yeah. And where our families were different. <laughs> and, you know, so. Um, uh, we were sitting in the Burger King by the church mm-hmm. and we were putting stamps yes. on all of the RSVP letters and on the letters that were being sent out for yes. the safe, the date and, and the invitations. And you were also telling me that I wasn't going, we weren't going to have a date night for the next couple of weeks too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that day. <laughs> and you, you were not having it. Uh-uh. You were not having it. And, and I remember telling you, we're, we're going to get married. Like, we are getting married. We're still going to get married. It's really great. Yeah, we have to deal with some things that we would much rather not have to deal with. But at the end of the day, we're we're getting married. So it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. We're going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to show up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be fine. Yep. Fine. Yeah, I kind of had a little mental breakdown <laughs> for like three weeks, I think. <laughs> I was not doing well. Uh, And then um, September 8th, the last day that you write in your journal before we got married. So September 8th. So it was... um, 32 days. 22, 32 days before we got married. Mm -hmm. And it was the last time you wrote in there. The very next journal entry, we're already married. Yeah. And and we'd been married for 19 days at that point. So, well, there was a lot going on from that point on. Is this the, this is the mental breakdown that you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't want to, I had, I, I had no desire to plan a wedding. Like, it wasn't anything I'd ever thought about. Like, I wanted to get married to you, but I, I wasn't your typical little girl who no. at five, six, seven years old was like, I'm going to get married. I'm going to wear a beautiful dress. And- I didn't have a... What do these people have now? Imagination boards and <laughs> Pinterest. And I didn't have any of those things. No. All I knew was that I wanted fall. That's all I knew. All you knew. <laughs> That's uh, all I knew. And we, we went on a date night. Mm-hmm. Um, we we did end up going on a date that week. Uh, and I really miss your cousin working at Starbucks. Because <laughs> she would give us I think she dates. still works at Starbucks. But, it yeah, but another, not, here. not here. Yeah. You'd have to, like, fly over there and get the free drink. And that's <laughs> total waste of money. Um, and apparently we still slipped up on the whole not kissing thing. Did we? That's what no. you said. Yes. Because you said on this day, September 8th, we decided that we're yes. not going to kiss anymore, even on the cheek. Right. Because that gets us in trouble. Right. Yeah, because we did. you know you kiss. But on the after cheek. that, we didn't. But after that, we didn't. No, after September eighth, we didn't anymore yeah. because I remember <laughs> we um, we talked with Pastor Mike and he said no more, mm-hmm. and we we're like, okay, no more. So because he's like, you have less than a month, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, but like kissing on the cheek and then 
kind of linger right on that cheek kiss yep. and your face kind of just like edges <laughs> over and then i mean then you're kissing on the lips you right. know like that's just it's a gateway it's a gateway, gateway drug it's a gateway kiss <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the drama for the day. Oh. Your <laughs> yes, my aunt's responding about how many people she was going to bring with her. Yes, to the wedding. It's going to be you so know, much fun talking about this next week. You know, I, I love my family. I really do, and I would have been completely okay with fourteen people coming, except we were on a budget. Yeah. And I hadn't really seen her in a really long time. I didn't know any of the people she was going to bring with her, which is why I said you can bring four people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always weird when you have to do that with your family members, you know. And my dad and I talked with my dad about it, and I talked with my mom about it, Mm -hmm. and they were like, "You you sent her an invitation. It said for four, and so that's just what it's going to be." So I had the blessing from mom and dad. So I was like, "Okay," just left it at that. But that'll be really. I mean, not just that, but. There were so many things that went into the orchestration of our wedding. Because mm-hmm. that's really what it was, an orchestration. It mm-hmm. was not an easy thing to put together. No, and then and then the wedding day, like, I have vivid memories of things still from that day. Especially with my mom, because yeah. I didn't have a relationship with her, really. No. no, and then my parents weren't helping with your mom. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Well, all these things were happening that we weren't knowing about either. No. So, and I was okay with that. I didn't know about it, so I was fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get into the details of the wedding and the wedding planning and all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's recording. I know. That's my foot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was the end of episode 40. Episode 40. And what you are hearing is Aaron rubbing my foot. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody for, for joining us this week. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we really appreciate uh, seeing you guys. Uh, the How many people have been listening to the podcast every week. It's we were, we were talking about how, um, you know, maybe we don't hear from people, but that that you still come back. Somebody's listening. Somebody's listening. <laughs> they like us. You like us, and that's that's encouraging. Hopefully, you like us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're super excited because um, our friend Sarah is going to design T-shirts for us. Ooh, we're gonna have merch. Yes. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. Okay. I think we should do a giveaway maybe for Maybe then t-shirt. we'll get an email. Yeah, maybe someone will send us an email. <laughs> uh, if you listen to us, send us an email. Come on, people. We've only been asking for like 40, 40 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like no one listens. We know people listen, but... They're, they're all the ghost listeners. Yeah. You know, those people who, who have Instagram or Facebook and they just like watch other people's stuff but mm-hmm. they don't ever post anything on their own yeah I couldn't do that no <laughs> <laughs> hey 
Anyway, so if you'd like to drop us an email, you can send us an email at so this is love at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at so this is love podcast. Yeah. On Instagram, so this is love podcast. Yes. And on Twitter, so this is love ten. Ten. Yes. Um, we don't have any uh, other than the the t shirts thing. I think that's pretty cool. I'm really excited to have a t shirt. Yeah. We've been giving out the cards and now like. Wearing the t-shirt. A friend of ours is going to design it, and then another friend of ours is going to make them. Yes. So that's really cool. Keeping it all local. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, But but yeah, yeah, we're just, you know, so grateful that you guys come back every week. Thank you for for joining us. Thank you for for listening to us. Um, Rate us and review us if you're on iTunes. If you happen to be there, it really helps us out. Um, Pass the word along. You can, uh, you know, send a... Uh, an episode that you like or the, the whole series you can like uh, refer share, to a friend recommended yeah share it with your friends um, and if you want to just send us an email and let us know that you're listening we would love to hear from you <laughs> we love you guys thank you so much have a good week bye